0: so i'm not the easiest on the words or uh softest in speech when i start talking about things i'm passionate about in fact i've really tried to grow over the last couple years especially when i started uh, teaching at my college group that i was leading a couple years ago um because when I get passionate about something, it immediately turns to sounding like I'm angry about it, and I think I've gotten better at that, but still, when I get fired up and and post something on Facebook, it's kind of come off super fiery, and sometimes I kind of mean it that way, but other times it can be a little over misunderstood, and so there's been, whenever I get any kind of backlash from a posting or anything, and... Uh, there's a few people a few key people that come to mind when I think about this but a lot of people fall back on you know the things they say or teach or or sing um, you know debates on worship music or preaching styles or um, Bible translations anything Um, there's always a talk of you know well this is what we believe to be right this is going to you know really uh resonate with people or this other people are going to understand this more or uh lives are being changed by this way now i know this probably sounds confusing right now but my point today is what kind of christians are we making i don't care if tons of people's lives are are changing because they're hearing a false or weak doctrine you know what kind of christians are we creating um I don't care how watered down, you know, you have to make the gospel so somebody will listen to you. Who cares? What kind of Christians are you creating? You're creating false, you know, Christians. You're creating weak Christians. You're creating Christians that are what we see today, mostly. um, Churches that are dying and and the the gospel that doesn't sound appealing to people, not because they're hearing the truth. It's because they're hearing something that just sounds weak, if any of you know my testimony, the the big the bang moment of the whole thing was me seeing what a wretched sinner I was and seeing the bigness of God and, and realizing, like, wow, this is much more severe than I thought. Beholding God's glory, which is why I talk about it so much, because that will, that's the only thing that has lasting and life-changing implications for reals. You know, I'm sick of hearing about the multi-thousands of people that will come down during certain events and accept Jesus in their heart and then they have full assurance of their Christendom and then they go on living their life the way it has always been maybe they go to church now but nothing's really changed they do X, Y, and Z sins but they know that they're forgiven so uh, I'm good and that's not... The way we're supposed to walk in Christ. That's not walking a new life in Christ. That is not understanding what Christ has done on the cross and have it just rip you from the inside out and, and change you forever. So it's hard for me to, to see any kind of balance here other than being pissed off at the people who are kind of are supporting this movement. Are we supposed to love people? Yeah, but love them to what? like, again, what kind of Christians are we making? Like, I could care less if people think I'm a, I'm a nice guy if I'm hiding the truth from them. Now, don't get me wrong, can God use these situations? God can use any situation. There's been people literally at the bottom of their uh, rock-bottomness and have been clutched and, and taken by God and, and their lives have changed. There's been people who have... You know, whatever been in any situation, Satanism and Mormonism and Buddhism and uh, Joel Osteenism, and have maybe been you know introduced to the gospel, whether it be in a false way or a weak way or a heresy, heretic way, um, but God can still go in and change their lives and actually have them believe the truth and, and introduce them to the right and real gospel. So yes, the sovereignty of God is above all things, but. We don't sit back and say, okay, well, we're just going to keep on doing our weak, false, or just plain shallow um, way of life, whether it be our personal life or if we're in ministry, and just let it be because God will take care of it. And We are called to be good stewards of everything we've been given. We are called to help mature Christians to Christ, in Christ. We are to make disciples, not Christians. And I know that's not fair. A real Christian is a disciple of Christ, and I hate the fact that I have to even emphasize when I'm trying to make certain points, I have to emphasize true Christian, which bugs me, but it's just like Paul talking about in, uh, I can't remember, 1 Corinthians or something, where he says, I'm astonished that you guys are so quickly turning to another gospel. And then he emphasizes, not that there is another gospel, but that you guys are turning from the true and real gospel you've heard from from us and, and know of Christ. But anyways... Going on a spastic tangent, but I'm just annoyed with seeing false, immature, weak churches, doctrines, people. Let's pray for people, and let's pray that we're not one of those people. Love you guys.